This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. All right, the fifth guy on offense, last but not least, who I want to spend a little bit of time talking about, because what's going on, again, we talk about these great seasons, we talk about appreciating, appreciating these players. What you have right now at tight end is an all-time guy. A guy yeah. who I think is, he'll probably, he's at 6,274 receiving yards, um, which is fourth all-time for the 49ers. He'll probably have to get to 8,000 ish yards i think for the hall of fame i think he's got a little work to do but what you're seeing is a guy who's on his way there he makes his fourth pro bowl and listen to some of this stuff only three players in 49ers history have had three or more 1000 1000 plus yard receiving seasons it's jerry rice to now george kittle the (laughs) niners have had 33 individual receiving 1000 yard seasons and those three guys have 20 of them rice has 12 to has five kittle has three I'm going to get venture to say Brandon Ayuk is going to join them at three next year. Should he stay healthy in Kittle right now? I went and looked it up because I'm like, what is he doing in terms of all time tight ends? Cause I am starting mm-hmm. to think about him with hall of fame. now. He's currently third all time in receiving yards per game for a tight end. It's 64 yards. He trails only Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski. So he is putting up again, numbers with some of the greats. If he has mm-hmm. that longevity, he's been in the league, what now? seven years. Mm-hmm. So again, you give him a 10 year career. Even if he gets another 1,500 yards in the next three years, which he'll get more than that. Again, you know, if he stays healthy, he'll be at that 8,000-yard range. And I, I really think he's you're, you're seeing a guy who, again, perennial pro bowler and is, is going to be a Hall of Famer for this team. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think in <clears throat> the thing that is impressive about Kittle is, is you have to there, – there's a little bit of context there as well. The numbers are impressive, but the numbers are even more impressive – when you realize how often he is used in the blocking game and how in integral he is to the blocking scheme and the running game for the San Francisco 49ers. And I think that's where maybe he doesn't get some of the really elite numbers, if you will. Um, you know, the Kelsey's, the Gronkowski's, things like that. But I do think that there is some context there in terms of his ability as a blocker. Uh, and it's not just that he's good at it. It's that he's great at it. And it's not just that he's great at it. It's that he wants to do it. So, you know, he's not this guy that's like, hey, get me the ball. It's get me the ball when you can. If not, I'm going to block my ass off because that's what I enjoy doing more than catching the football and catching touchdowns. I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that if, if, George Kittle had a game where he caught three touchdowns and had two pancake blocks. And you asked him what he enjoyed doing more. I think his answer would be the two pancake blocks. I really do. I really think that's what he loves doing. He really, he's one of those guys that's like, 
listen, when I'm blocking the ability for me to impose my will on another human being is just, you know, it feeds into that joker on his, on his arm, right? Like that's the mentality that mm-hmm. he has. And so, you know, I think when, when the conversation starts to swirl after he retires and they start, you know, he is eligible. I think part of the conversation is he's got these great receiving numbers. They're not as good as maybe some of these other guys, but man, look at the way he blocked as well. And I hope that that goes into part of the conversation for his candidacy. Yeah. Now, defensively, I want to start out with two guys who they got as free agents, because typically in the NFL with free agency, right, they kind of say sometimes it's fool's gold, right? Some of these guys Mm -hmm. are free agents for a reason. Guys get overpaid. A lot of guys don't live up to the contracts. The two big contracts the Niners have had last two seasons are are in the Pro Bowl, and Mm -hmm. they've been huge parts of the defense. So we'll start with Hargrave, who, like we said, the numbers didn't jump out initially, but he's got seven sacks, which is good for an interior player. Yeah. Um, he'll make his second Pro Bowl overall this year. He made it in 2021, somehow did not make it with 11 sacks last year. I, I don't know. Um, Too many guys on the line. I guess so. But yeah, so his second one in the Niners paid him a lot of money, but it's paid dividends in year one. You know, it's interesting you bring that up. You bring up free agency. And it, it, it right now, I just started kind of going through. The 49ers don't typically hand out a lot of money in free agency. They really don't. Um, you know, they did they did that that first that first offseason um after Kyle and and John got here, right? The Quan Alexander contract, whatever. Um I can't really think of a time where they they brought in a player via free agency and that player was a bust and and really hurt them financially. Outside of Quan Alexander, I think I was gonna say Quan problem, Alexander. And, was, and the yeah. problem with Quan was just injury related it wasn't play related you just kept getting injured and that was mckinnon mckinnon was was a bust one too Uh, right but also again just couldn't yeah yeah, injury related couldn't you know couldn't recover with the 49ers from that from that devastating knee injury but the 49ers don't typically make splashes in in free agency and when they do they tend to be intentional about it and Last year, it was Charverius Ward to shore up the secondary. And this year, it was Javon Hargrave to shore up the interior of the defensive line. And both of those both of those signings have been absolute home runs uh, from the jump. And so, uh, again, just another feather in the cap of this of this front office that, you know, you, you don't find them typically spending a lot of money on players that don't make an impact. Uh, which again is is part of why they've been able to build the type of team that they've been able to build. And then the second guy is somebody who Steve Wilkes said today he doesn't think there's another corner in the league playing better than it is Trevorius Ward, and he has had a career season. I believe this is his first Pro Bowl. He has 23 passes defended, which leaves the NFL and is a career high for him. He never had more than 11 in the season, so he's doubled wow. that this year. And he has five interceptions, which is a career high for him. He never had more than two in a season. Actually, he had five going into this year. So he's matched his career total in picks this year. He has had a tremendous season. Again, you go out and spend money on a corner, you want him to be a number one guy, and that's mm-hmm. what he's been for this team. Yeah, and not only that, but it has allowed them to really play with the other side of the field and find their best, you know, their best combination uh, because they know that Mooney's got it locked down at one spot. And so they've been able to rotate through with Demo and Ambry Thomas and um, I, uh, Isaiah Oliver and – uh, Sammy Womack, right? And they've been able to withstand some of those injuries too, to Womack, to Luter, 
um, because Ward has been consistently good and and mm. hasn't hasn't missed any time, which again is a is a huge a huge bonus as well. Uh, so uh, you know, again, very very um, purposeful in their pursuit, very purposeful in in the fit, and just knocked it out of the park. And then the next two guys who make it are the cornerstone guys, the homegrown guys, the the absolute stars that they drafted. Fred Warner makes his third Pro Bowl. Um, he's got two AP one team selections that'll probably be his third for that too this year. Mm-hmm. He finishes. It's going to look like his. He's going to be five off his career high for tackles. Um, two and a half sacks. His career high is three, so he was close to that too. And what else did he get? Another force fumbles four. It's a career high for him. Uh, he had four interceptions. That's a career high for him. So just an, another, you know elite season yeah. for an elite player yeah a third rounder third rounder out of byu um you know i i the one thing that i'll always remember is um kevin clark of the ringer who does a lot of stuff um you know he used to be the ringer nfl show before it was guys like steven ruiz and and uh ben solak who i still like ben but um but before them it was robert mays and kevin clark was the was the ringer nfl show now mays is at the athletic and kevin clark is still with the ringer but just doing other things but i remember that draft that fred warner was his kind of his like mid-round draft crush and he was very very high on him and and when the 49ers selected him you know he was very high on that selection as well and it's been just an incredible, uh, just an incredible player. Um, you know, I, I think off ball linebacker, and, and we're going to talk about this in a bit, you know, off ball linebacker tends to be, uh, an area that a lot of teams will, uh, won't sink very much, uh, very many resources into that, into that position. Yeah. Um, and guys like Kyle Shanahan love that because they absolutely take advantage of it. Uh, and, the 49ers do because I think Kyle Shanahan is the coach and he recognizes if you've got good off ball linebackers, you're going to have a good defense. And uh, the 49ers have two of them and it's just, it's just, they're just fun to watch. They're just incredible players. You know, Fred Warner is is such a unicorn at the position just with Mm -hmm. his, just his physical, just his, his, his physical measurements, right? He's six, three, right? He, he came, he went to BYU as a safety, still played safety at BYU. And then his last year there played this kind of weird hybrid safety linebacker position. And then the 49ers drafted him and, and made him a full-time linebacker. But he's tall for the position. He knows how to cover because he started as a as a safety. So he's an incredible uh, linebacker in coverage, which you don't always get. Uh, and, and if you look at teams, like look at the Eagles, right? Look at the Eagles defense. And how much it's dropped off. It's dropped off because the guys that they had playing linebacker last year all left and they didn't Mm -hmm. put any resources in there. And now teams just attack the middle of the field on them and they've got nothing to do. They have no way to defend it because the guys they have on the team aren't good. Right. So, uh, again, just uh, another position where, you know, I think the 49ers are, are ahead of the curve on that. And I think you can attribute that to Kyle Shanahan. 